Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Colossians 2, 18-23 Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belonged to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based merely on human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. When I was a teenager, I was often out there making wild decisions and going to parties that I shouldn't have been going to. But my parents had a way of reining me in a little bit, and it was one of the most dastardly tricks they played as a parent. I would say, hey, mom, hey, dad, it's Friday night. I want to go out to this party. Can I go? And my parents, sometimes instead of telling me, yes, you can go, or no, you can't go, if they knew it wasn't a good situation, they would just say to me, why don't you make your own decision as to whether or not this is a wise choice? And it's such it was so horrible as a teenager to have parents say, oh, make your own decision about it. Because if they were to just give you rules, then you can just decide, I'm going to follow the rules, I don't like the rules, I'm going to break the rules. But when they would give you the responsibility of running my own life in a way that in, involved wisdom or moderation or prudence, it was just torturous to me. It was so much better for them to force me to make decisions than to just give me a list of rules. You know, it is the same way with our Heavenly Father. We are desperate sometimes for lists of rules. You can go on Google right now and just type, can Christians into the search bar of Google, and you will see that that people are asking about the rules. They want rules for what they can handle, what they can taste, what they can touch, what they can do, who they can marry. Like the whole thing is just one gigantic list. And in the church in Colossae, they were into these rules as well. But the rules don't produce the kind of life in Christ that we might hope for. Verse 23 tells us about the problems. This is the very end of today's passage. It says, such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom. So it seems like all of these additional rules in the Christian life are helpful, but they don't actually help. There's self-imposed worship. There's false humility because that false humility is important. You think, oh, I'm following the rules. I'm not doing this. I'm not eating that. I'm not touching that. I'm not working on this day or whatever it is. And you feel like you're super spiritual, but really secretly deep down inside, you take pride in all of these additional rules that you're following. 
It says there's harsh treatment of the body. Like I'm, I'm going to fast. I'm going to, I'm going to make myself suffer to follow the Lord, but it lacks any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Now that little phrase at the end, sensual indulgence is the Greek word sarks. And that's worth knowing. It's often translated flesh. And in the older translation of the Bible, like the King James, they would say fighting the indulgence of the flesh. And flesh in the New Testament writings came to mean it was a semi-technical term that meant not just your body, but your physical appetites and your proclivity to sin. It had a negative shade of connotation to it because the Jews didn't see the body as necessarily a bad thing. After all, we're going to be resurrected in bodies. No, it was the sarks. It was that desire to do wrong in the flesh that you have to fight against. Now, what this means for us today as Christians is that the rules that we often look to to keep us on the righteous path are often not as effective as just basking in the grace of God each and every day, pursuing Jesus, living by the Spirit, moment by moment, asking God, what does your Holy Spirit want me to do right now, rather than what is the list of rules of things I can't do right now? And so as we pray today, I want us to pray and say, God, would you help me fight my flesh? That desire in me that just those human appetites that wants to do the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong way and just ignore that you're God in my life. Help me to fight that in my life. And God, when you ask God for help in your fight against the flesh, he always shows up to help. So let's take a minute and pray for that right now. Heavenly Father, we we recognize that you're a God who's in heaven. You're our creator and you are our maker. And you made us with bodies and those bodies are good. And, And in our bodies as human beings, we have desires. But far too often, we want to fulfill our desires apart from you. And that is the flesh. God, help us to fight our flesh to run from the desire for sexual immorality, the desire for gluttony, the desire for greed or for accumulation. God, those things are 
part of the material world, they'll pass away. Help us to fight against that and to live lives that are honoring to you in every single thing that we do. Would you strengthen us and build us up so that we're walking moment by moment in grace and not just according to a list of rules? God, you have so much more for us than just a new list of rules to follow. You, you didn't set us free from the law just to give us a new law. You gave us Christ. You gave us yourself. You gave us your spirit. And so help us to walk in that spirit moment by moment. Help us to be aware of you and serving you and following you throughout our day today. We pray in the righteous and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day.